0: Welcome to the Knox Presbyterian Church podcast. We're so glad that you're here. We hope this resource is a blessing to you. Let's jump in. My name is Erin Hartman, and I am blessed to be the Director of Children and Family Ministries here at Knox Presbyterian Church. I'm normally the one that you see crouched down there on the floor, so today I get to stand for my message. Uh, Will you please join me in prayer? Almighty God, we come before you with gratitude and thanksgiving. We thank you for bringing us together today and for the privilege of hearing your word. As we prepare to hear the sermon, we ask that you guide our hearts and minds to be open and receptive to your message for us. May your truth be revealed to us today, and may we be transformed by your word. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Today's scripture comes from the book of Joshua. The book of Joshua picks up after Moses has died. Moses was the one who received the Ten Commandments from the Lord. He led God's people out of slavery and into the desert. He was promised that God's people would be led to and go into the promised land, but Moses did not see that happen. Joshua is to lead them into the promised land. Joshua is appointed as their new leader. Listen for the word of the Lord. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, My servant Moses is dead. Now proceed to cross the Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, the Israelites. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you. As I promised to Moses, from the wilderness and the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea in the west shall be your territory. No one shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall lead this people to possess the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to act in accordance with the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You've never heard someone say as motivation— Be weak and timid, be frightened, be dismayed, right? Be strong and courageous, it's easy to say, but hard to do. When you hear the words strong and courageous, what comes to mind? For me, I would not necessarily think of myself first. Maybe, like myself, some strong and courageous figures, from serious to entertaining, that might come to mind could be Rosa Parks, or Martin Luther King Jr., or Mother Teresa, Superman, Wonder Woman, or for my Disney fans out there, Moana, or Anna, or Hercules. Being strong and courageous is easy to say, easy to portray on the screen, but honestly, It's really, really hard to execute. As I was preparing for my sermon, I was thinking about times in my life of being courageous or lack thereof. I had a flashback back to the summer of my eighth grade year. Here at Knox, our eighth graders go on a weekend of decision. For me, we went to South Dakota. While there, we did some hiking in the Badlands, and we were split up into small groups, and were allowed to go explore on our own. Now would be the time to admit I am not one with nature. I am the one with those very stylish sunglasses there in the front. You can see we are excited to go. Uh, I appreciate nature and everything it has to offer, but I'm the first one to admit it's not really my cup of tea. I would also like to say that we were a bunch of teens, on our own, in the Badlands. What could go wrong, right? Well, we ended up getting lost, and quite discouraged. A bunch of hormonal teenagers, someone sprains their ankle, we're on our own. The Boy Scouts in our group didn't know what to do, or how to get us back. And honestly, we were frightened, we were upset. We thought we were going to be stranded in the badlands forever. Dramatic, I know. But that's how we felt. You can see, see it there. I think back to Joshua and what he was being told from the Lord. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. Were we thinking this? No. Were we really lost? Well, sure, we didn't know our way back, and we thought we would be stranded, and our thoughts went to the worst possible scenario. But really, all we had to do was hike behind that hill you see behind us. Have you ever felt like that in real life, where you let the situation take over and debilitate you, that you lose the focus, that God will not forsake you or leave you? I think back to what Anna talked to us about last week, about being anxious. So as I kept writing, I realized, ironically, that I ended up having three points. (laughs) One, being strong and courageous doesn't come easy. Two, being strong and courageous doesn't mean that you have to do it alone. And three, being strong and courageous means that God is with you wherever you go, and he will never leave you. Let's start with the first point. Being strong and courageous doesn't come easy. I recently read a book titled, It's Not Supposed to Be This Way, where the author Lisa Turker said, and I quote, we don't have to know the plan to trust that there is a plan. We don't have to feel good to trust there is good coming. We don't have to see evidence of changes to trust that it won't always be this hard. We have to close our physical eyes and turn them to God. God has given us the amazing ability of choice, my dear brothers and sisters. We have to choose to respond the ways that we do. I once heard God doesn't call the equipped, but he equips the call. God has equipped you, God has equipped me, and we need to take the time to listen to him, not only listen to him, but to respond and acknowledge him and to share our gifts with others. There are many people out there that need you, not someone else. Jesus our Lord and Savior continued continued to challenge people to follow him, and a lot of the time they rejected his invitation. To this day, most people who attend church don't want to be spiritually challenged. And I am guilty of this too. We want Jesus to take care of us. We want him to be there for us in our time of need, but not to call on us to exchange our old way of life for a new one under his leadership. Like, that's that's okay, thanks Jesus, I'll, I'll sit this one out this time. From a very young age, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. When I was a kid in our basement, my parents painted one of our walls in chalkboard paint so I could pretend to teach my younger brother, who was always so willing to be my student. Yes, I was the dorky kid who would bring extra worksheets home from my classroom, which I would make him do, grade them, and give them back to him. I ended up going to North Central College where I majored in elementary education and a minor in reading, and I began teaching as a reading specialist, working with children who were struggling readers. I found this job so fulfilling, helping children to believe in themselves first and then to grow as learners. Let's fast forward 15 years when I began to feel a push that God was calling me to do something new in my life. Our challenge from Jesus is to follow him, to be a disciple. Jesus called us to walk a path that most others will refuse. In Matthew 7, 14, it says, For the gate is narrow, and the road is hard that leads to life, and there are few who find it. The only thing that prevents us from following that path is our own free will, making that choice. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we cannot stand still, but we must be willing to grow every day. Either we take seriously our commitment to grow in God's grace and become more like Jesus, or our spiritual lives will grind to a halt and we will become less like Jesus. Jesus' invitation to discipleship is for everyone. And he invites you to follow him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and with all of your strength. Not just one, all of them. It's not just going to church every Sunday. We need to be continuing to learn and to be open to recognizing God's opportunities for you through other methods than just attending church. I don't know about you, but sometimes I struggle to be obedient to God's will, not my own. Remember, staying inside your box is comfortable. It's what you know. But God calls us to work with others in ministry. He calls us to be a part of the body of Christ, to get involved, not just to go through the motions. He calls us to get out of that box in order to do his will. Which leads me to my second point. Being strong and courageous doesn't mean you need to do it alone. Let's keep in mind what God told Joshua as he is about to lead his people into the promised land. I will be with you wherever you go. Joshua had to battle for the promised land. It didn't come easy, but he was not alone. He led the Israelite army as they marched around the city of Jericho before the walls fell down. Remember how I mentioned that calling or push that I was feeling? About 14 years into my teaching career, I went down to part-time to be home with our girls and to help balance the life of a mom of two while teaching. And a Sunday school coordinator position opened up here at Knox. And with a little encouragement from a good friend and future colleague, I applied for the position. Little did I know that about a year or two later, I would take a large leap of faith and take over for that same friend who encouraged me when she left for a full-time pastoral position, and then leave teaching completely, as I became the director here in March of 2020. (laughs) Interesting time to change professions. In one of his books, Gary Sinise, who played Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump, said, we each have a purpose in life, and if we're serving God, following Him, living out God's calling and purposes for our life, then we can have faith that God is leading us. And even difficult times can turn out all right. God can cause all things to work together for good. God has called me to work with the children of Knox and to teach them about their Savior, Jesus Christ. Every week I ask him to be with me and to speak his words through me so that I can do a very small part in helping to grow his kingdom. And honestly, it's one of the most rewarding decisions. It's amazing how much you can learn from children. And if you've ever worked with them, helped to raise them, led a Bible study with them, seen them sitting here on Sunday mornings, you know what I mean. Jesus even mentions that in Luke 18, 16, where he says, Let the little children come to me and do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Being strong and courageous means that God is with you wherever you go, and he will never leave you. In 2022, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. It was at this time that I found myself meditating on this verse weekly, daily, hourly. I found comfort in knowing that if God didn't leave the Israelites in the desert— and led them into the promised land. He would not leave me. Our Lord did not forsake Jesus while he hung on the cross, which Darren talked about a few weeks ago. He will always be with us wherever we go, and there is nothing we can do to change that. He has placed some amazing people in each one of our lives, and he has placed each one of us here on purpose. I share all of this with you not because I feel like I am living the perfect Christian life, far from it, but to remind you to surround yourself with others, to walk through this joyous, spontaneous, sometimes really hard, but fulfilling way of life together. Reggie Joyner in his book, Family Ministry Essentials, you can see I like to read, I like to quote them a lot. Reggie Joyner in his book, Family Ministry Essentials, says the most valuable resources any church has to help people see God are the people in the church who know God. And if we hope to help a generation of kids and teenagers know God, then we have to be strategic about how we connect them to leaders and a community of believers who also believes in them. Could this mean you might be stepping outside your box to lead a group of youth on a mission trip? Could this mean you might be stepping outside your box to lead a group of children on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday nights? Could it mean joining a Bible study, even though you may not know anyone? Marianne Redmacher, a writer and artist, says, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes, Courage is the little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. We cannot be courageous every day, my dear brothers and sisters. And if you are, I'm very impressed, or I might call you out on it. Life gets us down, we get ourselves down, we let our lives take over. But we need to keep our eye on the one that will never leave or forsake us. The one that is with us wherever we go. The one who tells us to be strong and courageous, just as he told Joshua many, many years ago. So as a part of my message with the kids, I typically start or end with a question. Today, I'm going to end with three, your grown-ups we can handle three questions instead of just one. So here we go. What is keeping you from being strong and courageous in your own life? How have you let fear keep you from doing what God might be calling you to do? And what are you going to do about it? Take comfort in this, my dear brothers and sisters and I encourage you to close your eyes and hear the word of the Lord one more time. I encourage you to picture him saying this to you. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information on how to get connected, please visit our website at knoxpres.org. That is K N O X P R E S.org. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Podcast, or Spotify.